Wesley. Wesley. Man, where is he? Hey, TJ. What are you doing? Well, Jeremy, you know, this is usually the point where Wesley and I discuss what's on the program, and then he stops me from doing something really dumb. But I can't find him today. So let me ask you, do you think I need to... No. No, absolutely not. But you don't even know what I was going to say. Doesn't matter. Don't do it. Hello? Okay, I won't do it. Who was that? It was Wesley. He says I shouldn't do it either. Making connections. Affecting the culture. Just doing life. It's Engage Magazine on American Family Radio. The gospel is a culture-changing, society-shaping power that can only be changed by the gospel through the hearts of individuals of men and women. And we're so... And that's such an important message that we have to remember during this season of pro-life. And we're going to discuss a bunch of different aspects of pro-life today. We're going to have a, uh, a guest in studio. But first thing I want to mention, you're probably expecting a different voice. <laughs> because after 92 episodes of Engage Radio on American Family Radio, you have typically had, or in all cases, you've had TJ in studio mm-hmm. doing the intro and the outro. So I'm going to do the best I can today, Jordan. But I'm filling in for uh, well, TJ as so he's going. Yes. And then... <laughs> And um, so, with that said, we have a couple. Uh, we have a guest in today, and we're going to pull in our producer Jeremy here in a little bit to ask a couple questions. So, Jordan, do you want to introduce our guest today? Yeah, this is the um, this is Mr. Les Riley. Uh, he works with the Morning Center in Memphis, um, and that is a sort of a preg- pregnancy crisis center. Um, uh, and they do great ministry up there, great work, not just for. Uh, pregnant and expecting mothers, but they stay with the mothers as they go through the process of getting used to their, you know, the new life as, the, as a mother. And so I'm um, so glad to have you here to talk about this issue that we've we've been kind of covering this for the past couple of uh, episodes. episodes. Yeah. And, um, and we want to get to Les, uh, Les Rouse, as I, as I made yeah. a mistake earlier Les, before yeah. the program, I called him Les Miles. <laughs> we want to get to Les Rouse here shortly, but Les Riley, but before I do, I want to, um, and we want to get to his ministry and what he's doing Mm -hmm. there, but before we do, and I want to ask him a couple of questions, but before I even do that, I want to ask a little bit about your uh, family. So tell us a little bit about your family and uh, and your ministry. Sure. Um, Well, uh, the the first thing that uh, I always tell people about me is that I'm a a sinner saved by grace. uh, um, uh, Ultimately, uh, what Tozer said about the most important thing about a man is uh, what he thinks of when he mm-hmm. hears, hears the word God. And, you know, the most important thing about me is, is not me but Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, beyond um, salvation in Christ, God has, has blessed me in a number of temporal ways. I've been married almost 31 years mm-hmm. to my Praise wife, God. Christy. Uh, we have 10 children and, uh, and nine grandchildren. Um, and... Uh, uh, two great son-in-laws mm. and a, a great daughter-in-law. And so uh, we're very grateful for the Lord's temp- temporal blessings on us. Um, I've been involved in uh, pro-life ministry in some way, shape, or form for uh, longer than both of you have been alive, probably, uh, <laughs> probably about 27 years now, yeah. uh, 26, 27 years. Wow. Um, and, I'm 27, uh, so you're right. You guessed yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, uh, and I, I'm currently running a ministry in Memphis mm. called the Morning Center, um, and I'll go ahead and tell you uh, sure. before anything, I say anything else, um, when I'm listening to the radio and I hear about something that interests me, the first thing I do is Google it. You know, mm-hmm. just, yeah. And uh, so our website got hacked. 
Oh, so no. if you want to hear about the Morning Center, go to uh, go to Facebook yeah. okay. and just uh, search Morning wow. Center Memphis, and, and our page will come up. So, uh, so yeah, I just wanted to get that out of the way. So if anybody's listening, <laughs> saying, what is the Morning Center? Yeah. Uh, you're going to get a, a hacked page yeah, if you sure. if you look for us. So, but anyway, so what what the Morning Center does is uh, we we provide free. Um, comprehensive mm. maternity care, including hospital birth. And when I say free, uh, we don't take a penny. Wow. Um, to, in the name of Christ, to women in underserved areas. And the way that plays out, we've got four um, maternity clinics in inner city Memphis neighborhoods, three in churches strategically placed around the city, uh, and one in a Section 8 housing mm. complex in, in South Memphis. Um, and we have a Doctors, we have nurses, we have nurse practitioners and support staff, all all paid staff, all professional, and we provide all the maternity care that you would get in an OB clinic, mm-hmm. absolutely free mm. uh, in the in our clinics, wow. and then we deliver the babies at a local hospital, and we we cover the bills. So uh, that's pretty much what we do in a nutshell. Um, and uh, mm. but obviously, there's a whole lot of working parts and a whole sure. lot of ministry opportunities that flow out of that. So yeah, absolutely. We can get into that today. Well, now, what led you personally to the Morning Center? Uh, well, in uh, in 2011, I was working on a uh, uh, a project uh, called Personhood Mississippi. Uh, mm. uh, AFA was heavily involved in, it, and I, I think Jordan actually was personally involved a little bit, a little bit. In, in doing some <laughs> stuff with us. Um, and uh, basically the idea of personhood mm. is dealing with this issue at its core, and that is um, that either the unborn child is a person or mm. it's not. Yeah. Right. And uh, and so that that was – we were involved in educational, political type things. And I heard this guy being interviewed on the radio um, that worked for a ministry called Samaritan Ministries International mm-hmm. – and he was talking about a new project they were launching um, where they were going to put a free maternity hospital in every city in America big enough for an abortion clinic. And I thought, wow, wow. That's, that's, a, yeah. that's a huge idea. And, mm. you know, it obviously piqued my attention. Um, and uh, then he said that they were going to do it without taking any money from the government. Wow. <laughs> and, uh, and I thought, well, that's, that's really a big deal because, you know, I know a lot of people talk about social justice and mm. things like that. But uh, – um, you know, prior to um, the government getting involved in charity, you know, it was the church that did it. For sure. And so this yeah. is a this is a new idea, but it's actually a very old mm. idea. But but you know, we're we're kind of been conditioned to think that if you want to do charity, you've mm-hmm. got to you know get government grants and sure. this and that. And so he said uh, the the host asked him said, well, um, you know, how are you going to pay for this if you don't take government money? And he said. We've got to get over the idea mm-hmm. that government's resources are unlimited and God's are limited. Right. And I thought, I need to get a hold of these people. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's and, awesome. And so uh, then the second thing that the host asked him that really, you know, made me think this is something I want to be involved with was he said, you know, isn't that going to – how much is that going to cost? He said, oh, tens of millions of dollars mm-hmm. for every city. And he said, but, you know, Planned Parenthood began mm-hmm. – with nothing but Margaret Singer's theology. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Her worldview, yeah. mm-hmm. her vision. And he said, and now they're a multi-billion dollar institution mm-hmm. worldwide. And he said, um, do we have as much faith in our God, mm-hmm. in our worldview, in our theology as Margaret Singer did in hers? And I thought, wow, this is definitely <laughs> something. <laughs> so you know you're involved. hanging out with the right people yeah, at and this so point. <laughs> I, I reached out to him and um, 
said, you know, you need to think about coming to Memphis. I, I live in North mm-hmm. Mississippi, but we've been involved in inner city ministry and, and pro-life ministry in Memphis for uh, many years. And uh, um, so I reached out to him. Unbeknownst to me, Memphis was one of the cities they were looking at, mm. and they'd narrowed it down from 10 to 4, and Memphis was one of the final four cities for the pilot. It ended up being chosen as the, the location to start. And the reason was because a lot of stuff that if, if you know much about this area that's well-documented, mm-hmm. Memphis has an extremely high poverty rate, mm-hmm. an extremely high infant mortality, maternal mortality rate. There were, in 2010, there were three zip codes in Memphis that had higher infant mortality rates than most of the third world. Oh, wow. And so, Man. you know, it's just an extremely um, de- depressed mm-hmm. neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Uh, related to that, there's an extremely high abortion rate. And then you've got crime, you've got race issues, mm-hmm. all those. But at the same time, there are a lot of uh, there are several good crisis pregnancy centers in the area, two, two pretty large mm-hmm. ones in Memphis. Um, there are a number of uh, good ministries that are trying to reach that community, and there are a lot of good churches. So we didn't want to come in and try to save the world. We just right. wanted to fill mm-hmm. our niche. And so Memphis was chosen, and we came in started talking to people. Well, the first thing that we found out was— these hospitals in the city said, well, why do you want to build a maternity center, a maternity hospital right now? You can, you know, hmm. rent space from us and deliver your babies at our hospital until, oh, wow. until you're ready to yeah. do that. And we said, well, great, that saves us $20 million, you know. <laughs> and so, so then, then we focused on, uh, you know, opening, getting to the moms hmm. because the infant mortality rate is directly related to, um, to, the, uh, trans- to a transportation hmm. issue. You know, when you think about you know, we're all middle class, suburban, rural mm-hmm. type type families. And when you're in in our life, um, you have one you have a problem, you identify it, you fix it. But for the urban poor, um, for the underserved, their problems are integrated. Mm-hmm. You know, you've you've got you say, Well, I don't know why they don't do X because they're getting welfare, they're getting mm-hmm. food stamps. What if you don't have a car? Mm-hmm. And so two thousand mm-hmm. women a year in Memphis in two thousand up to two thousand ten were showing up at the county hospital to deliver a baby, never seen a doctor. They just call 911, get an ambulance, oh, and go have the, have the baby. Mm. And so that leads to really high infant mortality, really mm. high risk for maternal mortality. So we thought, well, we need to p- get a mobile unit, sure, you know, get a motor sure. home, convert it to a yeah. clinic, and go into the neighborhoods. Huh. And then a lot of churches that were in these neighborhoods said, so well, we've got a building empty all week. You know, why do you want to buy it? So he said, great, that saves us another quarter million <laughs> yeah, dollars. Yeah. This is getting better yeah, all the time. So yeah. This goes well, back to what you were saying, how God provides in different ways. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So what we've ended up doing is we've got three clinics in uh, churches in urban neighborhoods and one at apartment complex in uh, South Memphis, a Section 8 housing complex. And so a crisis pregnancy Does center— Does this include the motor home, though? No, we, okay. we don't have a mobile okay. unit right now. A crisis pregnancy center, mm. a poverty ministry, just word of mouth, yeah. hears about what we're doing, refers a patient to us or a patient finds us uh, online or something. Mm. Um, their experience from the time they walk in the door uh, or the time they call us until they go to the hospital is going to be just like your wives or my wife would be when we call a you know an OB doctor. We do all their appointments— at our clinics, and then we deliver the babies, and we do it all absolutely free in the name of Christ. So that's uh, and and one other thing I'll mention before we get to another question or go to a break. Well, is, hold that because yeah. we're coming up. We're okay. on a break right now. Sure. We're going to come back with the same amount of time with Les Riley. We're so grateful to have him in and his experts on the Morning Center and what they're doing to provide and, and yeah. encourage women to 
save the lives of their children, and they're going above and beyond the measure, and they're trusting the Lord the whole way. So stay tuned. We'll be right back with Les Riley on more about the Morning Center.